we are back for episode 18 of Our Little Talks. And it might be a very little talk because we don't know what to talk about. It's been at least two months since we've recorded a podcast. And um, Suffice I, to say we're terrible at doing yeah, a regular podcast. I don't know why your microphone is always... like These microphones... We may have to invest in... If we're ever going to be famous... We may have to invest yeah. in better microphones because we have to sit really close to these. Well, once like we're famous, a mile we'll, have, away. You're, we'll have a studio. And you're stuff, pretty so. close to the, and I can't hear you very well, but that's okay. Hey, what should we talk about? <laughs> um, well, we could talk about our uh, trip to the Henry Ford, the Henry Ford Museum. Village. Yes, we, I don't know how many episodes we've talked about trips there. Probably. If, it's been a couple. Probably a few, yeah. But the most recent one was about a month ago. We were going there, and I'm not even I'm not even going to look up the name of the exhibit. Something like Heroes and Villains, the Art of the Disney Costume. Something like that, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's an exhibit at the Henry Ford Museum, um, and it's all... Is it a permanent exhibit? It's, or it's a, a traveling exhibit. Traveling it's only exhibit. there till January. Okay. But the uh, it's all about the art of Disney. Disney costumes, making <laughs> costumes for live-action Disney movies. Um, here's my here's my beef. Go for here's it. my little here's my little beef with it. There, it's all new Disney movies. Now, maybe there's a backstory to it of why the oldest Disney movie they have a costume from is Mary Poppins, and then like the next oldest is from the 1970s. Maybe the older costumes aren't available. Maybe they I don't know. It could be that they're part of a different exhibit. But most of the movies that were there, I've never seen them. I would say you've seen a, you've seen a few yes, of them. Yes, but here's the thing is it seems like there was a heavy, uh, leaning heavily on the the newer Disney stuff um, and totally ignoring like stuff that Walt Disney actually had something to do with. Yes. And uh, a lot of the stuff from the movies there, there was all movies that I'd seen, and there was a lot of cool costumes there that I was excited to see. But it would have been nice to see some older costumes as well. Yeah, I mean, like, they had an actual costume of Julie Andrews from Mary Poppins, which was cool. cool. But when the second most excited you get is seeing um, Nicolas Cage's costume from National Treasure... (laughs) Um, I thought that was funny because there's all these, you know, beautiful gowns and costumes sure. and things. And then there's like a jacket and some sneakers. You yes. Know? <laughs> You'll forgive me if I, I'm, it's hurting my back to lean forward. So I'm just going to hold my microphone you awkwardly. You could take it out of the case. Or I could just sit here like and hold it awkwardly in front of my face. Do whatever. Which is what I'm going to do. Do whatever you feel um, necessary. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, um, having said that disappointed as i was in the lack of classic disney uh it was interesting to look at some of the costumes at the attention to detail such as weathering them making them look old Mm -hmm. there was a jacket that was supposed to be from gaston from the live action beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. and it was red leather but it was had been weathered each button had a little um deer head on them uh, was it a deer head? Yeah, like a little deer head thing on them that um, 
that uh, <laughs> th- that was very detailed and something you wouldn't actually probably see. Yeah. If you were to um, watch the movie. Watch the movie. Yeah, there was a lot of cool costumes. They had Cinderella's dress from the live action Cinderella. Which I've never seen. I've I never was seen really excited to see Giselle's dress from Enchanted, the white one. Oh, yes. They that did have stuff from cool. Enchanted. They had um, the prince. I don't remember his name, but they had the prince's. couple of, yeah, a couple of Pirates of the Caribbean yes. costumes. Yes, what I like about those Arbosa is it they Spanish. use materials that um, probably would have been what clothing was made of at the time the movie set so yeah those ones very the accuracy and the attention to they had um the white witch from lion the witch in the wardrobe yeah they had some some, they had some cruella deville stuff i think they had which cruella deville both they had one from the new and from the 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 original live action remakes and the yeah Mm -hmm. and then cruella the movie Mm -hmm. cruella Mm -hmm. um they had the witches from hocus pocus Mm, lots of witches. Disney likes witches. Yeah, they had um, um, the uh, costume. Maleficent. Had, yeah, but they had Mila Kunis's outfit from Oz the Great and Powerful. Yes. Uh, there was there was a lot of witches. There was a whole section dedicated to witches. No Star Wars costumes. No. Because it's Lucasfilm. Lucas yeah. yeah. When the art of the Lucasfilm costume comes around. Yeah, then we can see. Can't wait for that for the That'd Howard the cool. Duck costume. Um, they had um, they had Belle's dress from mm-hmm, Beauty mm-hmm, and the Beast. Yeah. Again, they had um, uh, again. I've never seen most of these movies. Oh, they had um, what's his name? Martin Short's Jack Frost costume from yes, the Santa Claus. 3. That was very cool. I have seen that before. The costume mm-hmm. in person? Yeah, I've seen the Where? costume before. I don't remember. I don't think so. Or no, I've seen... No, I have not seen <laughs> there, that one. There was another Disney exhibit that we went to somewhere else, and they had... There's a scene in the movie where he has a cardboard cutout of himself, and that's what I've seen. Oh, I've seen the cardboard I cutout. See. It had a bunch of... It had a bunch of... I don't remember what the exhibit was, but it was a Disney exhibit of some kind. They had, Exciting stuff. They had... I thought was... What was interesting was I thought they had a, a costume for the Beast from... Beauty and the Beast, even though he's completely CGI. In the movie? Yeah. So they said, like, they have to... He wasn't, like, uh... Really? No, he wasn't practical effects, which would have been cooler. Um... But they had to make a costume... But they had to make a costume and to size in order for the CGI people to... You can't see me. I'm I'm grabbing my forehead and, like, (laughs) oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This needs to be a visual, a video podcast. We need to start filming it. Yeah, and we also need to have something interesting to talk about. For this example, is riveting. <laughs> for example, um, this week I made an effort to limit my phone usage time. I have a love-hate relationship <laughs> with. Now, don't laugh at this. I know <laughs> no, you're, no, mo- no, no, you're getting no. ready to mock me. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with the smartphone. Mm-hmm. It is a nice and handy thing to have. Yeah. But it can be intrusive, and it can be a major distraction. Mm-hmm. And, I would um, agree. And I've uh, done many things in the past to try to limit the usage of said device mm-hmm. um, to practical things such as the calendar or the texting or the phone calls. Um, but you can get to where you're like, oh, I'm bored, I have nothing to do, or I have a break from work. 
What should I do? Should I pick up this book and read for about 10 minutes? No, let me get my phone out and do a Google search and spend 10 to 20 minutes. And then you realize half an hour scrolling through a bunch of, you know, stuff that you don't really care about, but it's just occupying your time. So you end up having like three hours of screen time every day from yeah. texting and then wasting time. With the, So this week I thought I'm going to just, I, I got to start getting to where I'm not um, using my phone pointlessly. And I managed to get it down to where I was less than, less than an hour of phone time. Very good. Because I think um, these these uh, these mobile devices have, uh, while they have practical use and can be very valuable, mm-hmm. okay, they uh, they can really quickly become a problem. Yeah. So <laughs> here's another thing I noticed about like we we go to Greenfield Village like we're or the Henry Ford. Let's yes. get back to the thing we began talking yeah. about. I hadn't I hadn't finished listing all the costumes, so let nobody me wants to, to hear about that anymore. <laughs> Absolutely, nobody cares about that. Um, they had the glass. I mean, look, let's well. get real. Nobody's listening, <laughs> as I always <laughs> mention. No one's listening to yes. this. Which is fine. So I can list as many costumes but as I like. But nobody, the, the, I don't want, when I listen to this later as a you playback, don't wanna, I don't want to sit and listen. To, I was there. I don't need to talk about all the fine. costumes I don't care about. Anyway, continue um, what you were saying. Yeah, so anyway, we've been going to Henry Ford in Greenfield Village three, four times a year, at least for four, five, six, seven, eight years. I always get a family membership. Um, but I've gotten so used to uh, just out of habit getting in the car, putting on a GPS, and letting the GPS turn right at the next interchange or whatever. That this time I didn't do it. I didn't use GPS because uh, I thought I know how to get there now. I've been there millions of thirty-five times in the last eight years or whatever, and I missed my turn. Mm. I missed the turn You're too reliant because on I the. The GPS has been telling me what to do. So I, when you do that, you don't really pay attention to landmarks. Or whatever. You're just driving the car, and it's telling yeah. you where to go. Because you don't need So to then without it, I become helpless. Yes, yeah. And so I was like, that's ridiculous. So I've got to get, get away from that. I think we should go back to maps, paper maps. Yeah. I like, think we should have a passenger. Maybe someone will make fun. Hey, look at the old guy over there. Uh, was he was he Paul pa Ingalls trying to find his way across the prairie here? Got a map. Just let the let the machine do all the work and tell you what to do. Don't use your own brain. Ridiculous. That's my rant on smartphone over reliance. Over reliance on technology. I'm not a luddite. A what? A luddite. That's What's someone that's like, oh, uh, all this new technology. I'm not going to use it. You know, people that are still, you know, listening to music on a Victrola. What's a Victrola? Those old record players, you crank them. Oh, em. crank them, yeah. yeah. Ah, Grab this is phone. good enough or whatever. I want um, one of those. Those are cool. Right. But um, people that, like, totally don't use any modern technology. So would they, they'd they have to crank it up to put the needle down. and Crank it, the, put the needle and it will play. Yeah. That's the thing from White Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, where he cranks it up. What what song is that from? It's for White Christmas at the beginning. Oh, at the beginning. With, yeah, when they're oh at yeah, the war. when they're at, yeah. oh yeah, because 
Or was that or was that a music box? Because I didn't have to stop and crank it again. Yeah. I think it's a music box. It could box. have been a music box. I think Troll is like a record player. It could have been a music box. Yeah. I didn't. I never yeah. looked close enough at it. Yeah. So what else? So anyways, <laughs> ran, uh, Disney costumes ranted about... Um, Phones. Phone, um, technology. Technology. I could talk about going to see... Uh, about seeing Top Gun Maverick. You didn't see it. Yeah, that wouldn't be but very But let me say this. <laughs> let me just say this. Having seen the original Top Gun, um, when it a came movie out. that I personally hate. It came out. And when, when in the 1980s, it was like, yeah, it's a great movie or whatever. Then you watch it again now and you realize, one, Maverick is not really the good guy in the movie. It's Iceman. Yeah. Two, it's stupid. It's really <laughs> dumb. There's a lot of dumb stuff in it. There's yeah. a lot of what people would call toxic masculinity. Lots of problematic elements. Yes. Lots of, uh, like, for instance, the volleyball scene where it's just really oiled up dudes flexing. I wouldn't say that that's toxic masculinity. It's not toxic. It's ma- kind of like but stupid. It was, but it was stupid. There was no point other than to show dudes with their shirts off playing volleyball. Yeah. There was no substance. Okay. It was like, if you're going to make a but, movie, it's got to have some but substance. But here's where this Top Gun Maverick movie is better. And okay. By the way, it's fa- uh, this is my review. It was fantastic. It was a fantastic movie. That's good. It's good that it was a fantastic Way better movie. than the original movie. But there's there are here's what it does. So like a lot of new movies when they're they're sequels, they'll call back to the original movie, but it's like total fan service. Yeah. It's a complete it doesn't really serve the story at all. This has echoes of the original movie. For instance, the volleyball scene from the original movie. Yes. In this movie, they're all playing football on yeah. the beach. And uh, uh, Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, is sitting on the beach watching his this team because he has to train these pilots. What's Maverick's his, real name? Do you know? Um, Pete Mitchell. All right. Pete Maverick Mitchell. He's tra- he's having them play football. Yes. And then the, uh, the John Hamm. John Hamm he's was in like, that movie. Yeah, he's like the current. He's like the colonel or something that's in charge of the mission. He's like, "What are you weird. doing? You should be training." And he says, "We are training." And he says, "What are we doing? We're building. We're building team teamwork. Teamwork. Yeah. So that's not just to show a bunch of dudes flexing or whatever. Although with their shirts a lot off, of a uh, lot of people they have their shirts like, off. Did like Miles Teller. Whatever. In that scene. Sure. You know? But the point of it is not just some stupid. It's not a thirst trap. Right. Um. So anyway, it's an echo of the original film, but in this film, it actually has a purpose. There's a point to it. Yeah. It's part of the storyline yes. rather than just, let's stop for it's a minute. and building. Um, we had a problem like we had in our last episode where the microphones just dropped out because these new MacBooks are hot garbage when it comes to USB. Um, you have to get these. I've, this is the second dongle from a different company they've gotten. To plug in these microphones. Did you say dongle? Donegal. Oh, dongle. Don- I don't know what it's called. To plug in these microphones. Donegal? Instead like of just having built-in USBs. I, is anybody at Apple listening? Okay. These new computers are garbage. <laughs> okay. I hope you're taking note of this, Apple. Because this... You, US- we'll never sponsor you. <laughs> or I 15 minutes into a podcast. <laughs> And the microphones drop out because I have to get a separate device 
to plug into my computer. You have to get a dongle. <laughs> what? Because, it, you, you know what's going to end up happening? I'm going to go buy a Windows machine that has USBs <laughs> in it because my MacBooks stink. I'm sick of this. It doesn't, know, it doesn't matter what you plug into it. If you use one of these things, it disconnects. So annoying. What are we talking about? Okay. Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun. All right. I'm not even going to go back and try to explain. It was a great movie. It was way better than the original. It All the praise it got and the good reviews and all the money it's made was well earned because it was a good movie. Much better than this stupid MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> it was well worth the money, unlike my MacBook. Unbelievable. So, yeah, um, it comes out on Blu-ray and 4K sometime this year. Watch it. It was good. Um, unless you're, like, a total, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Is there anything else? This might be the shortest episode ever because this, <laughs> this uh, um, I'm waiting. The, the, these, these microphones are going to drop out again. We could talk about the new. It's going to happen. New, so just um, be prepared. The new Lord of the Rings show? No, let's not talk about that. You've seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen, seen Top Gun. Maverick. I know, but nobody wants to. <laughs> what have we seen or done together that we could talk about? What? School I mean, started. we should probably write down a list of things to talk school about. School started. I mean, we haven't really done anything, but school started. No, school did start. Yeah. We finished three weeks, and somebody came up to me the other day and said, are you ready for school to start? And I'm like, uh, school started three weeks ago. Now I'm angry. <laughs> you I said school me. started three weeks ago. And she's, oh. And that was it. Was this at church? And I'm like, pay attention, snoozer. <laughs> well, I mean, um, now I'm have, fired up. If because they don't have kids in the school, I'm, they don't know when school starts. By the way, when these microphones <laughs> when these microphones cut out again, I'm gonna hit the ceiling. <laughs> I'm going to come unglued. It'll be the last. What's the name straw. of the guy that runs Apple now? Oh, I don't know. What's his name? I it don't was know. it was Steve Jobs. It's not Steve Jobs anymore. I know that, but I don't. Tim something. Tim McGraw. <laughs> Tim Tim McGraw is it? No, Tim McGraw is Tim... a country singer. In quotes, yeah, country in quotes. In quotes. Country. Is he the my tract? She likes my tractor guy. I think so. No, I think that's actually Kenny Chesney. What was I? What were we talking about? Oh, you want to talk about Lord of the Rings? All right, go ahead. Why not? Go ahead, talk about it. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's not really Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um. So it's a lot more violent and gory than Lord of the Rings. Because that's the what movies. they think people want these days. Um. I don't think it's con it's not considered canon, but I really like the two Hobbit characters that they have. They're really cute. Um, there's this. Do the, they? Do there any dwarves singing songs? There are dwarves, but they weren't singing. They, the dwarves. <laughs> then it's the definitely dwarves, not Lord of the Rings. The dwarves. The dwarves were fun. Though. The dwarves. I liked, I liked the dwarves. Um, I believe That's in the band, in the oh the at the beginning of the Hobbit that um in the book. He makes it very clear that dwarves is not the it's plural. Dwarfs. It's dwarfs. It's dwarfs, yeah. So if but they're called dwarves in this, it is not. Is it? It's because canon. of the. It's because of the the publishers. They would change it to dwarves, wouldn't they? 
probably. Yeah. Because publishers are like, oh, he spelled that wrong. Oh, and he meant, like, he, he meant, spelled it the way I wanted to spell dwarves. it. dwarves. Anyways, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, the or- there was an orc. Um, oh, yeah, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Spoiler it, alert, there's orcs know. in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, it is, there was an orc that came Why are we through. talking about all these shows with magic and stuff in them? Anyway, there was an, <laughs> an orc that came through the floor um, of someone's house, and it scared mom. And she locked and all the she windows locked all and the doors windows before she went to bed. This um, is why you should not watch things like that. It didn't because scare it me. gives you an unhealthy. Um, I was not scared. An unhealthy belief that something, that there's a monster lurking under the bed or whatever. I'm I I don't see. I've started rewatching the show Doctor Who, which is a great show, by the way. Are you watching all fifty years? No, I'm only watching the new ones, the new oh, seasons. Okay. I'm starting. I started with the ninth Doctor. I'm on the tenth Doctor now. Anyway, I it used to scare me a lot when I was younger, but now that I'm older, it doesn't scare me uh-huh. anymore. And so I don't know if it just was never scary or yeah. I mean, it's like it can be creepy at times, and but it's like a more like it's what a, are those weird gold R two D two looking things called? They roll around and they dialects or something. Daleks. Daleks. I, I had no idea what you're talking about when you said gold R two D two. Is that what they are? Is that what Daleks. They look like? Okay, those those seem like they would scare a little kid. I've um, never seen an episode of this show, more, so I'm, I but I'm more, aware of some of the... the I was know. always more scared of the weeping angels. They're like these statues that when you look at them, they can't move. But once you look away or if you blink, then, weeping they, angels? then they come to life and they can move. Um, come to life? And so then... <laughs> so, But they don't like kill you or anything. Actually, that's not true originally the lore was that they would just send you back in time and then they like feed off the energy of like time travel and that's how they eat um but later on in the show they started snapping people's necks and that was never that seems scary that was never that never happened before but it started happening that seems quite scary yeah it used to scare me a lot when i was younger but i watched the episode with the weeping angels there's multiple episodes with weeping angels but the first one that i watched it used to scare me a lot when i was younger and it didn't scare me this time Fascinating. But anyway, Lord of the Rings. So they, I think what's interesting is it, it's from a modern perspective, so there's a lot of stuff where right. I'm like, Be- even in the, because I've started reading the Lord of the Rings books, and I've noticed that in the Lord of the Rings books, everyone is evil, an honorable, noble person, or evil. It, that's kind There's of, no gray area. There's no gray area. That's kind of how it goes. So but, it's not like real life. Yeah, I guess. In that manner. But, yeah. But, like, in the movies, like, Boromir is more... Like, at the beginning, in the book, Boromir, when he finds out that Aragorn is, like, the heir to the throne, he's mm-hmm. like, my lord, like, right. so great. But then he here. also tries he, to like, take the ring. Yes. I guess then there is a little bit of gray area. Scene bean. But anyway. Anyway. Um. But in this show, it's a lot of, like... <laughs> A lot of Sorry, I mean to sniffle into the <laughs> microphone there. There's a lot of like... Um, I'm just staring at the screen waiting for the microphones not, to cut out. I'm not me. sure how to describe what I'm trying to say. It just didn't seem very Lord of the Ringsy. right. Yeah. Um, of course not. It's All right, I'm going to give you the online right-wing fanat- uh, people that are angry at Hollywood every time they put a minority in a movie. It's because they're more worried about the woke messaging than they are about staying true to the lore of J.R.R. Tolkien. Is it J.R.R.? Sure. 
I don't know. The book's right over there. Can't see it from here because my eyesight is atrocious, but yeah, it's three R's. Yeah, it's J-R-R. Two R's. J-R-R. <laughs> three R's. <laughs> For some reason, when you said J-R-R, I was like, J-R-U-ing. that's not his name. Um, his yeah, name. so there's a, there's a contingent of people online that are like, this is going to stink because there's it, there's no, you know, elves weren't African-American. <laughs> they were or elves. Hispanic, but they are now, and that so it can't be it can't be true. And I'm like, just don't watch it then. Just don't yeah. watch it. Just no, watch thought, the one that you like. Um, and let let the normies nice. let I the normies that was a nice just let the normies have their own version. What's the problem? I thought it was very nice. I thought it's that, just to make money. I mean, that's what all this stuff is for, anyway. Yeah, I think there's no reason to make a Lord of the Rings prequel. It wasn't necessary. There's no reason to make prequels to anything. Um, yeah, the I mean, back, the story... if the backstory, if it's probably said this before on here, at some point, if the backstory was interesting, you'd tell that part first. Yeah, I think. Um, Are you people listening? <laughs> you writing this down? Are you? You should be taking a list of all these. Keeping notes. This uh, advice. Um, yeah, there was no, the story was done. There's no need to go back and make more. Right. Um, yeah, but make, it, it, the make, first two episodes, they've, they've piqued my interest and I'll keep like watching Jurassic it. Jurassic Park, they told the story. You didn't need seven more movies Here's to tell the same story. With Jurassic That's why Park. I only watched the first one. Here's my question with Jurassic Park. Um, why did they make dinosaurs again for the Jurassic World movies? Like within the Jurassic Park universe? Why did they make why a would they Star do Killer it? base when they knew the Death Star got blown up twice before? Why do people keep doing the same things over and over again? <laughs> History repeats itself. They don't learn from the mistakes of others. I guess. It's realistic. I don't know. I didn't see I haven't seen the Jurassic World movies. I've only seen the first Jurassic Park. So you know, Jurassic know. World was a great book. Was it? It was a great book. I love that book. Wait, Jurassic World or Jurassic did Park? I, said, did I thought I said Jurassic Park. You said Jurassic I World. I Jurassic Park. It was a good book. You don't even know anyway, which book you Lord read. Anyway, Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, it piqued my interest. I'll keep watching it. I like Galadriel in this one. She's cool. Because she's a Mary Sue. <laughs> has exactly. she? Has she? Has she had any sort of trouble defeating uh, war, uh, monsters? No. She defeats them easily, right? I, mean, I haven't even seen a, it. She's a warrior. So has make, she ever been wounded? Yeah, she got stabbed. I think. In this up in this show. Yeah. Mary Sue. She's a total Mary Sue. I think I she. Got, seen it. I don't know. I think she got. I've never seen it. I'm, I'm not going to see she it. Got injured. I'm, Let's I'm, talk about something important. And when I think of something, I'll let you know what okay. that is. Okay. The the rest of this episode will just be silence. Okay. We'll try so to think of something important. But anyway, I think on the last episode we talked about. I was, your mom and I were going to go to a bunch of concerts. Let's recap some of that. I think we already did. Did we not? No, we talked about concerts that were coming. Oh, go ahead. Let's just talk about the Tears for Fears concert. It's so the, here's it's the Tears, only one worth Tears for about. Fears of this the band from this band from the eighties, right? We know who Tears. And for most is. bands from the eighties that tour now, they just play other songs from the eighties because everybody gets all dewy eyed nostalgia for the past. Well, Tears for Fears actually has some new a new album out, and they had some albums years back. Okay, so they had like five or six big hits from the early '80s to the early '90s. Right. So they come out, they play some a couple of tunes from the new album, which is good, and then they play "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" third, third song. Why didn't they save that for the end? I'm going to tell you why. Because they're they're move. smart, because they know. The audience will get bored if they sit through. They'll like the new songs. Yeah. But if you don't mix in the big hits all the way through the show, yeah, the, the crowd's going to 
get bored. Like, when are we going to hear the big hits? And so you play some new stuff. People like it. Then you throw in a big hit. Everybody gets all excited. Play play a couple of songs from like albums from late late nineties that people might be familiar with. Then you come back with sowing the seeds of love, like fifth or sixth. You. You sprinkle the songs everybody's familiar with all through the show <laughs> so that people will be attentive to the songs that they're not familiar with. Yeah. And it was that one of the sense. best concerts I've ever been to. There wasn't a bad song in it. Nice. And they seem like swell guys. Are they British? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're from uh, They're from somewhere in the British. They're, some, they're somewhere in the land of the Brits. Nice. I can't remember where. If there are any Brits, but um, to this, yeah, like there's a bunch of bands from well. the '80s that tour together and they just play all the same songs like from the Queen. '80s, and everybody's like, "Yeah, the '80s were awesome" or whatever, totally rad. And they only hear the songs from the '80s because that's all they got, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with going to something like that, I suppose. But Tears for Fears did this really well. They're still creating today. And, you know uh, what I think. Elton John's new songs are no good. I haven't heard it. He hasn't had a good song since 1972. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. There was a there was a um, a friend of mine called it the. He didn't say stink, but this is a family show. He called it the pre stink Elton John. That there was a time when he was good, and then he got what, soft what in he, the 80s. What did he actually say? Suck pre suck Elton John before oh. he sucked. Oh. But that's not that's, that's not, not a bad word. It's not appropriate to say that kind of thing. What are you talking about? So yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I didn't. I don't know. I mean, I had a phase where I was into Elton John and didn't we dug all? his dug his music. But that that time has passed. His he's on a three year farewell tour. This is my final tour. It's going to take eight years to complete. That's all I know. It's about a long Elton tour, John. man. That's all I know about Elton John. What Sir else? Elton John. So what else? Oh, let's think. Did we do any? Have we done anything? <laughs> um, Here's the thing: you've been busy on the weekends working. Yeah. At your chick at the oh, chicken shack. Oh, we could do some great chicken shack stories. And I've been <laughs> um, busy, um, not being not at the chicken shack. yeah, not being at the chicken shack. And we haven't really we do stuff, but it's not the kind of you know observational stuff that you usually get from a podcast observational stuff yeah and usually it's around the reason the only reason we're recording this today is because we haven't recorded one in a while and we want to try to get to 20 episodes before the end of this year it is Uh, labor day so we have yes this is the labor day special let's talk about labor day just remember everybody today is not a day for barbecues and going to the beach it's a day to remember the workers of the world Okay, what just like do- Memorial Day is to remember those fallen in combat. Okay, it's not about barbecues. I was it's not about <laughs> leisure time. Okay, so while you're out there today grilling this, this afternoon, just just t- treating it like it's any other day off from work, remember the workers. I don't know. Do, people, do people barbecue on Labor Day? I don't know. I'm just uh, there's just like this. These you back when I was this using social media and um, people would every time like Memorial Day there was always somebody there that had to police your Memorial Day for you. Now people and it's not about burgers and going to the beach. Remember, it's about 
remembering those fallen in combat. And it's like, oh, we're oh. talking about Memorial Day. I was saying Fourth of July. And it's like, same thing. Remember, this is not about fireworks and hot dogs and baseball and um, parades. This is about remembering independence. Fine, that's fine. And I'm. It's like the people that tell you keep Christ in Christmas or whatever. And it's like, let people just look. No matter what I think. Let people out there live their lives the way they want to live them. Yeah. You don't have to police Listen, everything. Man, I can grill on. If Memorial I want to put Day on my Elvis Presley sunglasses, I will. Yeah. But you're wearing them. Right I'm wearing now, them right so now. <laughs> <I can. laughs> and you're not. You're not. Are you them. people getting? Is anybody getting this now? I think um, we're just rambling at this point. It's fine. What else is, is there to do? Thought. This is free. This thought. is yes. Next time, listen. Next time, we'll plan it out better. Yeah, maybe we won't. maybe by next time in three months when we record the next episode, it'll be we'll have done more stuff. Well, probably not. I mean, you're gonna be schooling and I'm gonna be working <sighs> and I'm gonna be very busy. Um, usually around the holidays is when I mean we're listen. We're not that interesting. We're not very interesting. I, I'm people. very interesting. Maybe, but what we have to say <laughs> is not that interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess you're right. We gotta we gotta start like watching movies and then like no I don't have, no I don't have time. time for what was that. what movie we we watched Biloxi Blue Biloxi Blues yeah, okay let's talk about that that was a sad that made movie. you cry I cried when they arrested the guy and took him to jail oh the hom- the homosexual guy yeah, yeah. that was sad uh, yeah they did a good job sort of portraying um, the issues of different people yeah. in the military. So if you don't know, Biloxi Blues is a movie from the 1980s. It's based on the Neil Simon play called Biloxi Blues, and it's now about you gotta say the Neil Matthew... Simon play of the same title. That's how it's done. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Matthew Broderick is going off to basic training. Christopher Walken is his instructor, and it's just sort of about the time um, during um, basic training. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of it's funny. It's it's heartfelt. It's sad. It, it goes it it goes through a lot of uh, sad, nostalgic, it melancholy. It reminded me of The Graduate in the way that it's sad, but also it's funny. You know that. I mean, it's a thing. good movie. What can I, I mean? It's got the famous scene of it's really hot here. It's like Africa hot. Tarzan couldn't take this kind of hot. Is that a it was scene? sort of if you watch the trailer, it, they all the jokes are in the trailer, oh, in the trailer yeah. because they want you to think it's like a laugh out loud, yeah, comedy front to back, and it's not, but it's yes. a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was a very good movie. It made me cry. Like probably I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Anyway. Probably shouldn't what? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just so depressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. This is the worst episode. I say this every time. This time I'm it's saying true. it again. This time it's true. We're at 35 minutes and I've just clue. I have well, no you know, clue what let's, to say. Let, uh, you've read Lord of the Rings, haven't you? Uh, I've read the first two books. You never read I the read the first book? two books last year and then... Um, see, now my, my screensaver has come on on this piece of junk MacBook. I read the first two books last year and then I thought, oh, the last book's only like 100 and some, 200 pages... Um, but I want to try to read something else right now, and I'll come back to that, and I just never got back to it. You know, you said there was a lot of chapters of just trees talking. Well, I may have exaggerated I that a little never, bit. <laughs> I never came across the that. The Ents, they're called. I've I only read the book the once, ants. and I remember that they're called The Ents. The Ents. I, it actually made me cry. Uh, Treebeard was talking about... Treebeard. What kind of name is that? Well, he's tree a tree, beard. and he's got is a tree beard. He's got a beard. 
well, that's, that's not like his, saying that's not his real it's like name. saying girl hair. That's yeah. not <laughs> that's not his real name. Your girl hair. You're a girl and you have hair. But that's not his real name. Man teeth. I'm a man with teeth. <laughs> so my name is Man Teeth. <laughs> no, but that's not his real name. That's like what humans call him. He's got a different name. But I don't remember. Well, what that shows you how uncreative humans are. Yeah, they're like tree beard. That, that tree's got a beard. Um, tree beard. Tree leaf. Bookshelf. Any- <laughs> that shelf over there, I call it bookshelf because there's books on it. Oh, that makes sense, actually. Um, anyway, I <laughs> it's got- an inanimate object. I got but something that's an, that's animated and moves and living creature. Now, listen, I just I mean, want they a call disclaimer. Gollum, Gollum, because a, a disclaimer. Of the noise he makes in his throat. So. I know people that would be horrified that you would ever read something that has. Um, inanimate objects that come to life because they would say, well, that's saying that, um, that you that you believe in um, pantheism, that everything has a soul, even trees and rocks. I pantheism, don't believe in pantheism. Named after the Greek god Pan. Sure. Pan of, but uh, I, don't, of the I don't believe in pantheism. But I do I believe, do in, believe in, in I do believe in imagination. I believe in symbolism. And that's all it is. Yeah. No one's going to go outside thinking that the tree, the maple tree in their front yard is suddenly going to uproot it's itself tr- and start chasing them around the neighborhood. It's just a tree. Um, yeah. It's symbolism. I think, give you know, people. We need to be able to give people a little bit more credit. I don't know if... If you read a book with talking animals, it's not gonna mean, it doesn't mean you're going to believe that your cat and your dog are going to start talking to you. They don't? No. Cats and dogs don't talk? Not in English. Veggie tails. Have you ever seen a tomato? You're like you're not gonna go through the, go through the, uh, grocery store and. Veggie tails is actually really good. And I watched. Think oh, the tomatoes and cucumbers are gonna start talking to me now. Nobody thinks that way. No one's gonna think that way. It's give people some credit. Yes. Um. Yeah, I agree. I don't know where that that came from. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. You're just having rants to fill time. Yeah, I'm just way. I'm just biding time until the microphones shut off again. I think um, what I was saying was it made me cry when Treebeard was talking about the Entwives because they were like their, 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 See, I don't their remember honey this. bunches and they. <laughs> I don't remember the specific. Um, Terminology. M- moments. I don't remember all the specific moments from the book. I remember Who's your favorite Treebeard. Lord of the Rings character? Um, I don't know. Treebeard. <laughs> I like um, Treebeard because he's a he's got an interesting name. I like got a really complicated. But I also like Awen because I think Arwen isn't really in the books that much. She's only in like she's only there at the beginning for like sitting at Is a. Is she table. the elf lady? Yeah, she like sits at a banquet table for a few seconds in there's, the first book okay. and then marries Aragorn. There's the like book. a thirty-page um, segment of one of those books with them having a conference. At a table, talking yes. about who's going on. Yeah. The, um, <sighs> so What long. is it called? The Council of the Elrond. The Council yeah. <laughs> of Elrond. So long. I mean, seriously. It was long, but also there Maybe was Maybe I need to read it again. There was important exposition in that, because that's where we find out what happened to Gandalf. Sure. Um, but anyway, um, I like Eowyn better than Arwen in the books, just because I think she does more stuff. Speaking of She's technology. Just, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Well, this is my current hyperfixation, so we have to talk about. Well, that. you need to get hyperfixated on something different, like my Kindle reader, e-reader. Let's talk about you that. Want me to let's talk about Kindle that for a moment. 
So I got I in two, 2010 for Father's Day, I purchased for myself a Kindle e-reader because I thought, hey, this would be cool. You can have thousands of books on this thing <laughs> and and any book you want to read, you just pull it up and read it. OK, um, about five years ago, I threw it in a drawer and never, and never used it since. <laughs> um, but I, I purchased things like the, the entire um, Sherlock Holmes. All the Sherlock Holmes for 99 cents. All of the writings of Mark Twain for 99 cents. All the writings of Charles Dickens for 99 cents. But they're not formatted very well. Um, but anyways, I have all these books that I bought. Digital books. And now, as I reach over, no one can see, but I'm holding up my Kindle. It's a key, Kindle keyboard. The original one I bought in 210. They no longer provide... What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They no longer provide... Um, service not service but um you can't use it anymore you can still use it but you can't like order books from it you have to go online order the books and have it downloaded no big deal but they don't like update them the or anything stuff anymore that you... they basically want you to turn it in and buy another one yeah and i'm not doing that let me see that this this forced obsolescence so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that so i'm sending it back to them for a five dollar rebate and um and this is the thing I don't read I don't use it anymore I'll use it no you won't because um, I have to send it back or tell them I'd send it back or they'll or they'll they'll re they'll re they'll make me pay them the five bucks they gave me they're giving you five dollars well the idea is you you give them you you send it in they give you five bucks towards a new Kindle or whatever oh that'll go a and, long way but I'm not going to buy a new Kindle so all those books that I purchased here's the thing I don't like reading on it I don't like it, it. It sounds good in theory, but the experience of reading books on it is not as pleasant as Nothing. holding a physical book and turning the pages. Because here's the thing. When you hold a book in your hands, it makes like a little triangle. And your eyes focus in on that triangle. Or this is just like one page. There shouldn't even be any books on it anymore. Cause well, the new Oxford American Dictionary is on it. Let's right. But books. anyway... Well, here's my thing. Anyway, I don't like reading electronic books. It's, I and they've actually done studies. It says you remember better if you read on a physical book yeah. than you do on a tablet or an e-reader. I because especially on a tablet you can get distracted, but also for there's something about holding a physical book and concentration is better. Yeah, and you remember more things. Nothing beats the so, experience. goodbye, of a, Kindle. Of holding a book. I goodbye. Think, I think that. When I smash um, this MacBook into a million pieces, when I get totally frustrated with it, eventually, same thing with the with the Kindle. Sounds like you need to find some better ways to let off your. <laughs> I'm just I no I don't usually get up. So I just Whoa, I it's just made for chair. better. It's just made for better podcast. No, no, if I, no, no. for I me to to go off to come become to become unhinged. <laughs> oh, we were going to talk about sayings that we like. Did you write any down? No. And I can't think of any off the top of my head. You said the dollars to donuts. Dollars to donuts. I don't know. I'll bet you dollars to donuts that you won't smash that computer in a million pieces. What does it mean, dollars to donuts? I had one in my head, but now I can't think of it anymore. I also like the word slacks. I'm going to put on a pair of slacks. You know what word I don't like? Blouse. There's nothing blouse? wrong with it. I, and I understand that a blouse is a type of shirt, but I feel like Trousers. you should just call it a shirt. A shirt? 
a, cami a camisa. La camisa, la blusa. There's no difference. La blusa. Because my Spanish teacher... Los pantalones. ...insists that it, any type of shirt that a woman wears is la blusa. But that is not true. What if it's a football jersey? It's la blusa because a woman is wearing it. La but blusa I, del I football. football. But, but what if you take a shirt that belongs to a woman... Is this you, some kind of feminist rant? And you put it on a man. Is this no, a this is an anti... <laughs> This is, this is an anti-patriarchy rant. No, isn't no, no, no. It? The no. man believes that only women. They so the microphone's cut out again. I did not lose my marbles. What were we talking about? We were. I was talking about how my Spanish teacher says that. Um, blusa. Blusa. La blusa. Right. Versus la camisa. It's not a. It's not a patriarchy thing. It's just that I feel like he's wrong because I. I think that. A blouse Are you going to argue with someone who's teaching you Spanish? Well, because a blouse hmm? a blouse is a specific yep. type of shirt. This is true. So if we're speaking in English, not every shirt that a woman wears that's is a, a blouse. That's generic. That's like saying pantalones. It's just pants. Yes. But there's got to be different names for different types of pants well, like, in Spanish. Los pantalones cortos is shorts, right? So right. you wouldn't call them pantalones. Do people say that, though, that they say cortos and you just know what they're talking about? Maybe. I I don't know. Like trousers is a different type, or chinos, those are different types. Well, trousers is British for pants. Yes. You know, I think it's for the well, wrong also trousers. also pants in British English means underwear. What? Did this you not is know out, that? This is an outrage. <laughs> but anyway, I, I was wish saying, those people would learn to speak American English. I like British English, but I don't like that they. What is it that? I is? like that they call each other lads. I think that's a good one. I personally don't think Half that chips make sense. Chips versus crisps, cookies versus biscuits. Those are the two, only two things that I don't like. Chips? You don't like that fries are called chips? Yeah. Why, what do you care? Just because we call it's we call it does, chips. It does make sense. Chips here are different. Potato chips are different than fish and chips, French fries or whatever. Speaking of fish and chips. They're chips because they're not French fries. They're from Britain. Because they're gross. <laughs> Holding the microphone like this in my hand makes me more animated. It makes I take me... my here we go. I'll hold it. No, because you just make a lot of noise. If you hold that in your hand, you're gonna make you have to hold you have to hold the actual stand. Here's some more behind the scenes. Here's the behind the scenes stuff. In order to keep it from making noise, you got to hold the stand. Yeah. Well, because now you if you hold like the microphone, or something. if you hold the microphone, then yeah. Well, we could have some people do podcasts in these big long microphone stand so that it just hangs in front of their yeah. face so they have to lean we should over get some, we should get some bean bags you know what we should do we should start an alpha male podcast where we act like alpha males uh, no <laughs> we don't need no, to do no, that no but it would be satire uh no that's not a good idea at all uh, i think you're wrong long. what were we talking about sayings that we like words that we like um what i think is interesting is a lot of people say that they don't like the word moist moist but i don't i mean it's not a great word it's but not, i mean there's nothing wrong with the word it's moist. not like there's some words you're like i love that word moist i'm like oh i hate that word i'm saying like, eh, it's just a word i know but some people act like completely grossed out by the word moist and i don't understand it here's something you ready for this <laughs> let's hear it so I, I know a lot of people that don't like to eat at f um uh, franchise restaurants yeah and i particularly don't don't normally i mean i'm fine with it but i'm a sucker for places like cracker barrel bob evans um all the stuff that people call bland old white people cafeteria food i'm a sucker for anything like that yeah. russ's i do enjoy cracker barrel um you know i've, I've never been to russ's some, 
Or Bob Evans. Well, uh, uh, Russ's is kind of like a Bill Knapp's kind of place. Um, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. But I'm, I like Thai food. I like food from all over the world. I like all different types of food. Yeah, Some people are very like, oh, I'm not going to eat that. That's, that's, what grandpa, that's what grandpas eat, that bland or whatever. Cafeteria food. food. Sure. I love bland food. It doesn't have to. Be, every Excuse meal doesn't have to blow your socks off. <laughs> Mashed potatoes and meatloaf. It's this. So let me ask you this: Does blow, standard American dialect blowing your sad blowing your socks off? Does that does that um, knock your socks off? Does that it? suggest that you're not wearing shoes in the restaurant, or that they it's so good maybe that it's they so come good that they shoes. come out of your shoes? Yeah, knocks your socks. They like off. burst out the bottom, the soles of your shoes. I guess. I mean, if you're selling um, lemon meringue pie out of a pie cooler, um, I'm there. If you, I'm, I love those those little those little places that are derided you know as what's great? you know, oh those places are terrible or whatever. This is actually I was gonna those places give an example of a restaurant, but this is actually just a local restaurant, um, Cranes. Yes, that's cranes. another place like that. I love cranes. I went antique shopping with mom last year. Mm-hmm. We it was such a cold day. You went antiquing. It was beautiful. I love antiquing. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with it too. I used to hate antiquing. What else you would do? Sit and play. Antiquing. Look at TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. If go I to the antique if, store. if I didn't go antique shopping, I would just sit on. Waste TikTok. your time. I think we should take my senior pictures in an antique store. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but anyway, excuse me, we sir. Went... What are you doing? Oh, we're just taking senior pictures. I, I know you don't want her laying on the table like that, but <laughs> carry on. That's a nine hundred dollar antique table, sir. It's made of mahogany. Okay, you know your precious table can. It's gonna be fine. We senior pictures are happening right now. I think what. What did you mean to have it on an antique store? Like this, go sit on the couch. You stand next to an old baseball glove or something. Or... Yeah, I'll point at it and. Anyway, you should go into one of those places like the, where the guy's trying to sell nine hundred different root beer bottles or something. Have you seen those? those yeah, little... there's one at um, yeah, Changing Times. Of, in... it's just, look, you don't have to name the place. Don't get free advertising to these places. Well, it's a great store. Okay, but anyway, yeah, there's like place where they're selling like guys trying to sell. All, he collected all the cola bottles with NASCAR stuff on them. He's like, I'm gonna make thousands off of this, and it just sits there collecting dust. I, there was ooh. those bottles would be better off as like Target practice with a BB gun or something. There was the this one little stall at one of the antique stores that we went to. It had one dollar records, and so I was like, "This is great, one dollar records. I love records. I don't like spending money." So for the record, you like records. I, yeah, and so I I went through all five crates of these records, and it, it, it no good music. <laughs> It was all like stuff that I didn't like, so I I couldn't buy the one dollar records. Well, yeah. that's very sad. In my in my um, perusing of antique stores, I've noticed a interesting um, pattern in the music that people in West West. You don't Michigan say. <laughs> there's um, another one. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, there's a lot of Olivia Newton John, rest in peace, and rip, rip, and. Um, there's a lot of Barbara Streisand, which is interesting. Um, who are the other people? Celine was, Dion. No, I have never seen a Celine Dion. No, vinyl wasn't a big thing. Uh, the there 90s was this anymore. one like folk singer guy that I kept seeing um, a lot of, but I had never heard of him before, and I don't remember what his name was. He was cute though. He was real cute. 
Donovan. Donovan, who's no. It's a it folk was, singer. It was not Donovan. No. I would know. Hurdy gurdy man. No. <laughs> no, he might have not been a folk singer. I guess I just assumed he was, but he might have not been one. Um, but yeah, Barbara Streisand. They call me Mellow Yellow. Quite rightly. Donovan. Donovan. I never heard of Donovan. Um, yeah, Barbara Streisand, Olivia Newton-John. kind of lonesome in your mind. There's a lot of carpenters. Yeah, the carpenters. carpenters. I love the carpenters. I love carpenters, too, because they build things. Yeah, Jesus was a carpenter. He was. Johnny Cash sang a song about if he was a carpenter. If I were a carpenter, yeah. And you were a lady. Would you marry me anyway? Would you have my baby? Sounds just like him. <laughs> yeah. That's but I sound just like Johnny Cash there. Man in black. That, so one time <laughs> I met some uh, somebody I worked with a third shift job, and we were talking about concerts. She said, "Oh, I saw Johnny Cash once," and I said as a joke, "Was he wearing black?" And she said, "Yeah. How did you know?" Oh please. Because he was always wearing black. Yeah. And the song Johnny was called Cash. "The Man in Black." black. He was on. He was in the audience at a Saturday Night Live in the '80s, and he had on a scarf that had different colors. And uh, he's trying to keep people from thinking he was Johnny. Cash. He was dressed in black, but he had a scarf with different colors. And Billy Crystal was playing like an old-time vaudeville comedian. He walked up to him and said, uh, "Nice to see you working with new colors these days, Johnny." And he said, "Was he like got the Portuguese flag around his throat? So especially like a Don Rickles kind of character." I have a question. Was Quick he, question. Was he part of the show? Or no, was he, he was just visiting? there watching. He was in the audience. He did not participate. I'd love to go see that. And he was sitting next to June it. Carter and Waylon Jennings and um, Jesse Coulter was Waylon Jennings' wife. They were just sitting there watching, and so then he just kind of went over and talked to them because they were there. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I'd like to go see Saturday Night I'd love to go to a Saturday Night Live taping. Not me. I don't think it's I don't that, even watch it it's on not TV. Really that funny anymore. I I always watch every uh, Saturday Night Live skit though, and um to see if I'll laugh. Just because I want to see if it was funny or not. Uh, the answer and no. Usually it wasn't there's funny. A, there's like one skit, but most of the time I'm just confused. Most of the time I'm like I don't understand. You're what not mature enough to understand such complicated humor as Saturday well, yeah, Night Live. Well, yeah, there was like one skit where Pete Davidson was just like a weed gummy bear singing and i was like i don't understand the point of this you don't get it do you like i feel like older, i don't get it either. some like skits you know they have like a purpose to them they make sense you know but some of them it's just like i don't um, know i haven't watched saturday like night live in so long Chalamet, and i don't COVID, intend to COVID 19 one or the one you showed me where he was playing a covid strain that was gonna go get the vaccine his parents were disappointed in him yeah um that was we kind could, of funny. Yeah. Or um, what was one of the skits that he did that was funny? I don't know. So this is a long haul from Labor Day till the next holiday, which is Thanksgiving, yeah. which would be the second anniversary of our podcast dropping because we recorded the first one on the Thanksgiving Eve of oh, 2020. We better record one. 2020? We better record one then on that Well, day. we will, the third annual. This is the first annual Labor Day you know, I just remembered the Labor Day was always the day of the muscular dystrophy telethon. Jer- Jerry Lewis hosted every year. It was really? on for 24 hours. Did he have muscular dystrophy? Or no, was he, just he was. Like, I don't remember if he. If he I don't remember why he, he just, chose that, but every year he 
um, hosted a telethon. And you don't see many telethons anymore. No, because people it's a don't. Lost art. I mean, you said just like we there were only three TV channels or four TV channels, and so it would be on. Yeah. On so Labor Day to. and around the house, it would just be on, and you'd pop yeah. in. Oh, no, well, Frank Sinatra's in. on, and then everybody come there. Call and watch, in, right? give twenty bucks while yeah. Mom was doing whatever. You pop in and see what's going on on telethon, and he'd tell you how much money they made. Yeah. And that was a big thing for forty some odd years. But as soon, I think before he died, they actually probably removed just got too old it. He doesn't do it. do it anymore, and then they just aren't doing it anymore. I think we should start doing number one again. because people wouldn't sit through it anymore. Number two, there's not enough interesting entertainers to keep people going for 24 hours. There's no personalities anymore. It's all celebrities, but there's no personalities. I guess. Like I don't if know. the Muppets was around today, who would be on it? Nobody. Nobody interesting. There's nobody interesting. I think Greta Van Fleet. Would be good on the Muppets because they're. They could play with the electric mayhem. Be yeah. Be fun. Danny and and. Uh, animal can have a drum and off. Animal can have a drum off. Yeah. You know, Danny reminds me of Animal. Notice that I knew that Danny was the drummer. Because he has, um, extremely long limbs, and so does Animal, and so it reminds me of Animal. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. They could pull it off. They could do it. Um, it, ha- it has to be somebody like whimsical and fun, you know. Sure. Whimsical. Harry Styles could do it, maybe. Eh, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about him. I know one of his songs, and I know he was in the boy band One Direction, but I yeah. don't know much about him other than that. I have no I have no thoughts about that. I try to keep away from that kind of thing these days. You know what I mean? Sure. I try to keep away from the mundane. I'm too good for all that. I, I, I'm mundane. deep. I'm a deep thinker you now. Know, I'm not really I'm a more mature. Styles fan. Neither am I. I like a few of his songs. I think he's got good music, but I just him as a person, I'm just not very interested in. And that's well, no, I mean celebrities aren't that interesting. It's like it's like on ESPN baseball games on Sunday night now. They they're interviewing players in the field. I'm like, why are you talking to the athletes? Have nothing interesting to say. Why? Yeah. Hey, we're talking with Aaron Judge. He's out in center field. Aaron, how you doing out there tonight? Real good, guys. How's it going? Just waiting around for a fly ball to come to you, huh? Yep. <laughs> hey, how about that home run you hit two nights ago? Uh, it was really, yeah, it was a good one. What do you think of the presidential the presidential election coming up? Uh, is there one coming up? It's just an athlete. They don't have anything interesting. Speaking of the presidential Kind of like election. the people that host this podcast. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> interesting to say. I think we've kind of just been rambling this whole time. It's podcast. fine. Sometimes that's the best. I mean... It's our little talks, you I, know. It so is. It's, it's, it's just, our little talks. Yeah, we're not, not trying to pander to some audience's little. Talks. We're not trying to pander to the audience. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can leave. You don't like it, you can leave. Exactly. Oh, you already said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. There's another one I like. That's a good one. Try shoe like, leather. I like um, long walk off a short dock. Take a long walk off a short dock. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. There's another way that it's said, but we're yeah. not going to. Look at that family. This it's is a family, family show. show. Family show. Indeed it is. I, um, uh, a toad jumped on mom today. Yeah, what a toad. I just she heard, screamed, I and I thought, if she, downstairs. what if a snake had crawled on her lap or something? She would have like freaked out a hundred times worse than that. I know. I thought something was wrong. I like, came running up the stairs. 
Just a toad. So the first time that the microphones cut out, it was at the 15 minute mark. Then it went another half an hour before it cut out. So we might be able to push this to another 45 minutes of pointless rambling. All right, let's do it. Let's do uh, it. Let's <laughs> let's see. Let's, let's just look around the room and find something to talk about. Oh, no, I won't talk about that. Um, oh, boy. We've hit the wall here, haven't we? <laughs> Anyways, as we were saying, nobody listens to this thing. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about whether I I'm keeping you entertained or not. The first few episodes, we did have some... some um, I mean, if it, I haven't logged into the, the hosting site for this if in a while. If you listen to this podcast, text my dad and tell him that you listen to the podcast. If you do listen to this... Okay. No, don't text and me. Just send pretend me, like you didn't hear send it. Send me $10, please. Thank <laughs> pretend like you didn't hear it. I am now accepting donations. Can you hear the, the my chair squeaking? Yes. So I need a new chair. An Office Depot over there is going out of business close by here. 30% oh. off. So I thought about going and getting a, a chair, but I'm there, sure I already, it's already been pilfered. Can you get me a chair? You're getting this one. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I You're getting this one. It's right, like 10 years old. Because right now I, I just have a folding chair and it's very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of hard to sit on because um, it makes my legs cold. I thought of something to talk about, and now I can't remember what it was. Mm. Uh, I don't what was the first record album you ever bought? That I ever bought? Yes. Uh, that I bought myself? Yes. <laughs> it was probably something dumb, like a Loverboy album or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember the first record album I think the album first I one bought. I ever bought was Carly Simon, actually, maybe. Is that true? I don't know. I think so. It was Carly Simon. Honeycakes. I probably, Carly the first Simon. record album I was given was, I'm sure, was Working Class Dog by Rick Springfield. You a big Rick Springfield fan? Uh, uh, sure. In 1981, and I was. I, yeah. I went to, that was the second concert I ever saw was a Rick Springfield concert. I've only ever been to two concerts. He sang uh, Jesse's Girl, and then he did left and came back for the encore, which was I've Done Everything for You, which is a good song to close a concert with. Yeah. I've Done Everything for You, You've Done Nothing for Me. My first concert was Josh Groban, June 18th, on my birthday. Josh Groban. It was very good. So, oh, I went, your mom and I went to see Josh Groban again. Yeah. I want to go back to the, my... the uh, concerts that we went to. And it was okay. Um, it was real. It's good to hear him sing, but we'd seen him do all those songs on a couple of um, streaming concerts during the pandemic, and so to see him again doing kind of the same stuff was good. But it was like he didn't. It's usually when we see him, it's after a new record has come out, and he mixes in some of the new stuff. I and see. It, so yeah. Freshens it up a bit, but we'd already seen this show. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I liked the Josh Groban concert that I went to. He's a talented guy. He We've sang, been over this a million times. The guy sang, can sing. He what sang you... um, Bring Him Home, and that's a good one. Made me cry. Bring Him Home. Oh, that was... Bring why are you talking about a concert from three years ago? Four years ago? Oh, pre-pandemic. Because that's the Josh Groban concert that I went well, to. The one I went to, he sang uh, the Joni Mitchell song. Um, River? No. He sang the Joni, he sang the Joni Mitchell song... Um, both sides now, you know, which he'd done a duet with Sarah Bareilles on an album, and then he had a girl there with her can't remember her name. She sang with him, and it wasn't as good. So in the car on the way home, your mom's like, "I have to cleanse my ears," and she put in the version with, with Sarah Bareilles. Oh, that's better. I um, that was funny. You know, so that was a funny little. 
Um, a little bit. So, yeah, the first concert I went to was Josh Groban. The second one I went to was Greta Van Fleet. Third one you went to was Josh Groban. I've never, I've only been to two. I didn't go with you guys. You know that. I've seen Josh Groban four times now. I met Josh Groban. Jason Isbell in the 400 unit I've seen five times. Seen Willie Nelson now three times. I always forget that I met Josh Groban. Um, and you did. He forgot too. I bet you he. I bet you he doesn't remember it either. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I'm sure uh, he's not sitting somewhere right now. I wonder whatever happened to that girl I met in New York you know, City. They they just cut the line with her mom and made a her mom made a big deal and we didn't know there was a line. If we'd known there was a line, we wouldn't have cut it. Yeah, but when look when you see your favorite singer, your you know like your mom sees you your favorite singer, you make a beeline. Make a beeline. I can only imagine if Nick Mick Hucknell from <laughs> Simply Red was doing a show and came out, she would probably leap the barrier. Probably not. Um, but she's she. We're fifty years old now. Leaping the barrier is not anything that's we can do. Teenager stuff. Right. But she remember her apologizing to me the next day. I'm sorry I got so excited about seeing Josh Groban. Cause she like Josh, you were wonderful. Such a good show, like like some teeny bopper. Yeah. Like oh, but that was after. But that's fine. That I mean, you the like the guy, comment. just so what? I'm doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's nothing wrong with. It. I told you, there's nothing to be a sorry for. Yeah, it's not like she. Did I mean, if I saw Ariana Grande, <laughs> that'd be. I probably weird. wouldn't cross the street to even say hi to her, but I'd be like, oh hey, it's Ariana Grande, and then I'd be like, working. oh, she looks like everybody else because everybody tries to look like Ariana Grande. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd know any of her songs. Do I know any of her songs? Probably not. Dangerous Woman? Don't know that one. Uh, no Tears Left to Cry? No. Um, 99 Problems? No, that's not what it's called. It's 99 called... Problems? Isn't that Jay-Z? It's called Problems, but she... With his filthy, his filthy language? It's, it, she says 99 Problems in the song, but it's not called 99 Problems. I don't know. What don't is know who is one celebrity that if you saw them across the street you'd go say hi to them? Go uh, one celebrity. Um, I don't know. Carrie Fisher, but she's she passed away. I don't know. You like Carrie Fisher that much? You I don't know. know. She just seems like here's a here's cool a thing. Lady. Some some celebrities you like. Oh, you see a celebrity like I saw Diane Sawyer in New York City once. No, I wouldn't have gone over and said, "Oh, Diane Sawyer," because it wouldn't have. I know it wouldn't have been an interesting conversation. <laughs> Who's Diane like? I Sawyer? saw Weird Al Yankovic in New York City while I was opening a sandwich, in the in the window of a diner, and I thought he stopped to take a selfie with somebody, and I thought this is my chance to say hi to Weird Al Yankovic, but, but I was just starting to eat my sandwich. I would have picked it and up, and I and thought ran I'm out. gonna have to pick it up and chase him down. I would have given it to him. I said, and we're like, here, let's see, do you, let's you take a bite of my sandwich while we take a selfie. Yeah, I think I'd like to meet Julie Andrews. I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen celebrities in public and never. I just don't. I wouldn't I, bother them. Yeah, Mark Hamill would be. I cool saw. There. I saw uh, Dick Vermeil, who was the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs at the time, um, walking through Kansas City with his wife, and I thought. I'll say hi to him, but I didn't. I was just like he's with his wife, and yeah, I don't bother like, him. Don't bother him. They just they were just window shopping. You know, I I when we went to Nashville, I was on the lookout. Just for, let them be people for any of the members of Greta Van Fleet because they live in Nashville, and I knew oh, from, really? I knew that they were there at the time. So, um, I, w- I was keeping an eye. I was out. on the lookout for bad music, and uh, boy did I find it <laughs> <laughs> emanating was, uh, from every building on the main drag there. I was hoping anyway. to. 
um, see them. And fun fact about Josh Kiska is fun fact. He always wears a white. Is the fun in quotes? He always wears a white shirt and khaki pants and white sneakers. Um, so I saw a guy wearing a white shirt, khaki pants, white sneakers with curly brown hair, and for a few seconds I thought. That's it's Josh, Josh Van Fleet. Josh Kiska. And it wasn't. It was not. Of Josh course Kiska. it wasn't. But if it had been, I would have gone and said hello to Those him. guys, they're big stars. They don't hang out with the plebs or the plebs or however. Yeah, they, plebeian. You, you, they're not that big. <laughs> I went to Dallas, Texas. Did I talk about this on the podcast? I think you did. I don't remember no if I did or not. No one wants to hear your Texas story. I went to anymore. Texas. It was 107 degrees two days there. I believe you already I went to Dealey Plaza, the site of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Maybe we did talk about this. No, because that was July, and we haven't recorded since June. Went to Dealey Plaza, and um, I've I there was a time when I believed in the conspiracy theories. Really? Um, but I don't believe in those. Theory. I've read a couple of books now that kind of straighten my thinking out about that whole thing. And, you know, the one thing there's, oh, uh, he couldn't have pulled off the shot from that distance. But when you go there and you see that it's actually a very small area and you look and you think, yeah, he could have done that. He could have hit. Never in my life. Especially since the car slowed down for the third shot. And then there was some homeless guy that made his money by he would donate money and he'd take you through the plaza and explain what really happened. And this guy had six different people shooting. And the final shot, he said, came from a storm drain on the curb. The guy was hiding down in there. Yeah. And he said to hide that that's where it came from. They they fixed the cement to make it more narrow than it was at the time. Oh, so so they could say, well, look, you could, no one could actually get under there with a gun. Yeah. But I was like, uh, if you look, the angle that the guy would have to shoot yeah. from. Well, they fixed the cement, though. Right. But the <laughs> angle the guy would have to shoot from to actually hit somebody in a moving vehicle. Yeah. That was up the street from it. It was impossible anyway. Um, but the te- the sixth floor museum is a really nice, it's a cool museum. Yeah. It tells the story of the Kennedy assassination and leading up to it. And it's, it's just, it's an, it's a, it's a very his- historical history site. You know, there was somebody in um, my class in like eighth grade or seventh grade that didn't know that the Kennedy assassination was on film. They, like, didn't know they oh, had lucky it for them. They were like, they had it on video? I was like, where have you been? This is a big deal. There was a, there were two films of it, but there were actually probably more films of it. The FBI probably confiscated them. But Maybe because it shows the The Pruder film got sent. Shooters. Like, the Time magazine got a hold of it, so that's why. Yeah. But um, that one, if you watch it carefully, it's pretty obvious watching the film that... Um, there were, there were only three. The, the one bullet hit both Kennedy and the governor. You can actually see them reacting at the same time. And um, Why? the whole head, his head went back into the left thing. Okay, well, that means he was shot from the front because it would have pushed his head. No, his head went back into the left because of the bullet exiting the front of his head. The force, the force of that of would it, push yeah. his head back into the left. Um, so spare me your little story, your little conspiracy ever, theories. Like, heard a historical story like that and been like i'm not buying it like i've always just been like okay like maybe i'm just easy to fool but i (laughs) well when you see how crazy people got with 9-11 conspiracies of you kind of try and steer you know the planes were more holograms and there were missiles tied to the bottoms of the planes you know you guys are crazy didn't realize that holograms are real and all the buildings were wired to explode yeah i'm sure 
I'm so sure. I didn't know that holograms aren't real. Um, holograms are optical illusions. Yeah. They have to be created inside a... Yes. They have to be a screen of some sort. Yeah, because like in Star Wars, there's just like holograms projected on nothing. Um, and uh, I, I didn't we realize We still don't that, have that technology. I didn't realize that wasn't a real thing. That technology, so no. It wasn't a real thing. I've actually heard well, that this that... this podcast has really taken off now. I've actually heard that the um, ABBA concert with the holograms is really cool. Um, there's only one problem with it. It's it's ABBA. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's there's a potentially an ABBA fan listening to this right now. I'm not apologizing for that. I like ABBA. I think they're. I like good. some of their songs, but I'm not like wow. Songs. These guys are the greatest. They're okay. Yeah, they're pretty good. I but like, you know what? I like the. Blonde you can only one. hear Dancing Queen so many, so many times before uh, you've had <laughs> your fill of. I I just uh, the microphones cut out again, and I was trying to. Um, remember what i was saying when they cut out and so yeah. i'm not gonna edit we don't do any editing no, all there's at least four there's gonna be at least four glitches in this episode we should release it in four different parts here's what i'm gonna do i still have my old macbook and um hold on a second we're about to hear the theme song again um i still have my old macbook you think i should re-record the theme song no i like it um oh, okay well, and I mean, it would be the same And song, the problem with my old MacBook is the keyboard doesn't work, but it has USB ports. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my wireless keyboard and bring it. Wait. And we're going to use the old MacBook from now on to record yeah, these little because talks. Because this is unacceptable. Because uh, this, this is outrage. I'll bet if I bought if I an Apple <laughs> adapter for this thing. That it wouldn't go out. It probably wouldn't. It yeah. probably wouldn't. Because they want because you to buy this their whole product. thing is designed for you to fork over money to buy their garbage. But we're not going to give them the satisfaction. This is I'm I I've never been disappointed by an Apple computer until now. This one here has disappointed me, severely disappointed. What me. is this one? Is this a? It's a MacBook Pro, but because the they made the they've made yeah, it they've inoperable. Changed, yeah. Apple. Like this it's ridiculous. Okay. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this isn't you, Apple. Steve Jobs would be screaming at. Well, I mean, he screamed at people even when things were going well. Steve so. Jobs is he dead? Yeah, he oh. died of cancer. Oh, that's too bad. But he was a really mean guy. See, oh. so he was always yelling at people. So he, I can only imagine what he'd be yelling at if he was saw how, yeah, how worthless his they, products yeah. have become. It's felt. Apple has fallen victim to capitalism and greed. Well, and also, you know, before it was, we're it was using this. We're we're using these devices, knowing full well that they're made overseas by people who are getting paid less than a living wage to do it, just so that it can be somewhat affordable for us over here. You know what? Um, there's an episode of Doctor Who where there's these things called the Ood, and they're this, like, species of um, alien that have been, like, enslaved in the galaxy, and so, like, the Ood are always, like, around, yeah. like, just to be servants, and they always, like, go crazy <laughs> and, like, kill people because they're, um, because, obviously, they're enslaved, so, you know, they want to not be enslaved anymore. Um, and one of the characters that travels with a doctor she's like i can't believe it like this society is like built off of slaves um and he's like well so is your society and then she's like no it's not what are you talking about and he is like well who do you think made your clothes and i was like oh 
It's very true. I'm going to get biblical right here. Let's Are you ready biblical. for this? I'm going to look. Matthew 25. I've read. Okay. So this is talking about Matthew 25, 31. This is now a Bible study. It's now a Bible study. Okay. Everyone get your Bible. But listen, Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. I've read this hundred, nay, hundreds of times, but I've read it many, many times. Many times. But it, it just dawned, it just it just became clear to me when you read this. It's where he's talking about um, the people that will be on the right hand or the left hand, the sheep and the goats. Who separates the sheep and the goats at the end of the time? The sheep are the ones that get to go to the kingdom. The goats are the ones that don't get to go to the kingdom. Yeah. The difference between the two is how you treated the because it's how you treated the least of these my brothers in other words the poor people the people yeah. in prison the people that are thirsty and hungry the difference between the people that inherit the kingdom of heaven according to the bible and the people that don't is the way you treat poor people mm. the least well not necessarily that's just poor the people, difference but the people who are looked down upon in society the right. least of them However, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Depart from me, accursed ones, into eternal fire. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they said to themselves, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick in prison and did not take care of you? And he said, truly, I say to you, to the extent that you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Yeah. So when you the way you treat people, uh, the le- the least of the people uh, of God's family, if you want to call it that, um, will tell Jesus what you think of him. Yeah. Because he equates himself closely with those people. See, like he's the vine, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Yeah. And when Paul is perse- Saul is persecuting the people of God. Jesus says, "Why are you persecuting me?" So you're Lord connected. So when you yeah. mistreat people, especially the least of the, the least of them, it's like you're mistreating him. Yeah. So all those people out there that are like railing about the poor people needing to pull themselves up by the bootstraps or whatever, and get to work, get their you know they're just lazy or whatever. We gotta we we gotta start rethinking that. Sorry to bring get this real serious here, yeah. but when you that thing about the people that make these these crummy MacBooks, how are they being treated? Not well. Not well. And are we ignoring that? Mm. I hope this didn't bring the room down, but I just <laughs> this is something that's been no, gnawing at me Im- for a it's while. It's important to discuss these important topics. It is. So if we're Christians and we're gonna uh, really be Christians, it's gonna show in the way that we treat the what Jesus calls the least of these. Uh, the book over there is upside down. What book? The Believe book. The next. Yeah, book, I know, but that's because book. that's because. Um, if you flip it upside down, it doesn't. The letters don't go the same as all the other books. I'm more concerned with being able to read left, <laughs> top to bottom on my book spines. Okay, I see. So anyway, um, yeah, start treating the poor and the and the um, less less fortunate or whatever term you want to use. We need to start treating them better. We need to start giving them, putting the premium on them. We've got it pretty good. Let's pass that on to people. Yeah, we got to help people out. All right. I don't know what brought that up, but it just popped into my head. thought I'd share that with Listen, the... you got to say what you feel. That's that's what this is about. This is what this is it's about. free speech. This is America. 
Yeah, this is America. And if I want to sit in a squeaky chair and talk about and talk about the Bible and Jurassic Park or whatever, I'm going to do it. Okay, right. Now you're just doing it on purpose. <laughs> and my Kindle that I the piece of junk and my MacBook and whatever. Oh, and eating at um, places Cracker with, Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yes. They don't they don't sell sticker books in Cracker Barrel anymore. Very disappointing. Well, some things, some things just change. Over I know, time. but they sell these little gadgets, these little electronic things. I'm like, I want a sticker book. Where's my? They used to have fairy princess sticker. Guess book? what were those books? Where I can't remember what they were called. Mist, they were like mystery book, mystery books, but it wasn't mysteries. They gave you like a little pen that you'd write on the paper, and it would. When you wet the paper, then you would see the answer to the trivia questions and stuff. I can't oh, yeah, remember what yeah, they yeah. were called. Uh, I used to always let us get the coloring books where you just put water in the pen and colored it because she said it was like lazy. Like we needed to use like yeah, pick up a crayon that has the color in it already, and color put the color on the paper yourself. <laughs> I don't even know if that's what the problem was, but yeah, I think that was what it was. Was she wanted us to use like like oh she wanted yeah she didn't want you using yeah which I think that's valid. I, I, oh, those uh, were the books with the paper, and you you water it, and then the color shows up. Yeah, on the, oh, yeah that's lazy. Make your own watercolor. Are you talking paint. about a scratch and sniff? No, they had these books like it would like have a lottery uh, ticket. It would have like trivia questions in it, and it would say, uh, "This was the first player to hit sixty home runs." And then I was like, "Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, whatever," and then. If you would take this pen that was wet and you would pick the one you want, and if it was the correct answer, it would say yes. And if you chose the incorrect answer, it would say no. Oh. You just wet the paper with it. And would it go away and then you could No, use it would again? just stay there. So, oh. So uh, when so you're done with it, you have to get another be... one. I used to always, my parents, when we would go on road trips, well, if we stop at a truck stop, my dad would buy me one, sit in the back seat and nice. and play with this, this book all, or whatever. Keep you occupied. Because yeah. we didn't have mobile phones like you guys do today. So you can watch TikTok videos all the way all the way from New Jersey to South Dakota if you wanted to, but not back then, bro. You had to you had to figure out a way to enjoy it. Yeah. I think Endure it. I like road trips as a like I think it's the fun older to I get drive. the harder it is to get on a road trip. Really? But like just driving like when we went to Atlanta. That drive to Atlanta is brutal. It's brutal. Because it's like not – if you lived in Tennessee, no problem. But because we live up in the north, driving to Atlanta, it's not like an eight-hour drive, and it's not like a 24-hour drive. It's like this weird interval in between. It takes like 16 hours or something to get there. It's brutal. So if you're trying to get to the Atlanta in one day from that distance, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Don't mess with my piece of junk MacBook. We um, don't potentially ruin it. We watched the Dark Crystal. Um, <sighs> we talked. Did we talk about that? I don't know, but I was just gonna say it was cool. Yeah, I think we did. Because, we did talk about yeah, that because anyway. I said something about it's hard to have fight scenes with puppets, sword yes. fights with puppets. Yeah, mm. that's the only line I remember. They did something similar in lots um, of lots of stories of lots of stuff with witchcraft being mentioned in this episode. Not good. I find that I I not good. Recently, I've been very into fantasy and like medieval like stories like that. You're going off the deep end. I know. There's no saving me. Fantasy books are the worst. I need something more real. I thought you believed in imagination. 
I'm just saying for myself. I don't. I never liked sci-fi. You, do, you like a. Um, I don't really like you sci-fi. You like a more but... of a of a nonfiction. Uh, I used to be heavily know. like ninety-five percent of the books I read were nonfiction, but once I started teaching English, I got more reading into fiction more, and actually, there's more of a balance. But lately, it's been more fiction. I think I enjoy a good mix. I, I, I haven't anymore, read um, I haven't read nonfiction in a while, but there's a book on your I've shelf learned about to appreciate about Abraham Lincoln's body being Abraham stolen, and I'm quite interested Abraham. in that. I think I'll I think I'll read that when I'm done. Uh, that's a really fascinating story. I love that story. Counterfeiters trying to steal the body of Abe Lincoln to I, hold it for There's a documentary ransom. about it. I I ate that up. I love <laughs> I loved it. You I ate was, it up. Huh, I Bob? ate it up. It was I a good documentary. I own the DVD of that. It's great. They should put it in 4K. I'm, I'm interested in, in little historical nuggets like that. You know, things that aren't super well-known. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't, it's been about an hour. We managed to drag this out an hour and a half somehow. <laughs> well, I think you and with I... With four failures of the microphones. We are conversationalists. We like sure. to talk. Sure. So, Once we stopped worrying about what we were going to talk about, we, we just started, have to have a natural talking. conversation. Yes, but I'm I do have to make up. I do have to make um, a sandwich at some point because <laughs> for lunch tomorrow. For lunch tomorrow, and yeah. I, even though we haven't we haven't had dinner because I had a big lunch, but I do want to um, eat something. You should have a peach. Uh, yeah, I had a peach earlier. I Another peach right peach now would be really down. good. I went on a bike ride a while back, <sighs> and I got so thirsty, and then I was like, oh, I'm so thirsty. And I came back, and instead of drinking water, I ate a peach. Here's it something. Was amazing. We've lived in this neighborhood, what? Ten years. This will be our fourth Christmas in this house, uh, meaning we've but lived we've here three here years. years. Three years. Ten years. We've been here ten years. Ten years. Three years. And we have our bicycles, but and we've all gone on rides on our bicycles. But, yeah... Two days ago was the first time we went all as a family. Your sister wasn't because she's at college, yeah. but on a bike ride together. It was, it was nice. nice. It was very nice. It was we, should, nice. we should do it more often. Yes, let's go right now. Let's go get on our bikes right all now. Right. Sorry, guys, we're going on a bike ride. We're going to go on a bike ride. Not really. I mean, I yeah, you and I could go pedal around after school, let <sighs> off some steam. Here's what I would like. Um, Tell the me. libraries within walking, biking distance, the grocery stores within biking, walking distance. If my if I could if they could just move where I work like right over here like I could just ride my bike everywhere I'd be except in the winter <laughs> that would be difficult I would I could walk though you know what I'm really excited to ride my bike to the library again because I haven't been in a while since I've been reading Lord of the Rings because I own all three of them so I just mm. you know when next yeah. I grab the book yeah. but I've got some Jane Austen I want to read Lord of the Rings again I I'm really into Lord of the Rings right now I have been. Lord of the Rings, you said it. I have been Lord of the Rings. Um, I gotta read The Hobbit. I read part of it when I was younger. I don't remember. It took me six months it. to read The Hobbit. The first time, the first and only time I read it, it took me six months. But I think I'm gonna read the. I'm a much, I'm a much stronger reader now, so I could probably handle it. Yeah, I tried to read Lord of the Rings when I was younger, and I couldn't handle it. But now I can handle it, and so. Here's what I found: the more difficult books you read. The stronger your reading muscles get, and the better a reader you become, you can yes. endure things that seemed difficult at uh, a while ago. I need to. I need to. Well, yeah, because when I was younger, I tried to read Wuthering Heights, and I wasn't able to do it. Um, but just recently, I read Wuthering Heights, and now it's one of my favorite books. So, Emily Bronte. 
Yeah, I believe so. Emily Bronte. I was trying to think of which sister it was, but yeah. How about that? Emily Bronte. Yeah, uh, Charlotte Bronte, of course. Uh, Jane, Jane Eyre, the greatest, and, um, the greatest novel of Viet. all time. Maybe Love Jane Eyre. That's my favorite book. I might read it again. I read it last year. I might read it again. I Go really liked it. it. I like Jane Eyre. I've mentioned this before too. I think because she's got morals. She's not just. She's not one of those. Oh, I faint or whatever. One of those kind of ladies. She's strong and she has morals. Yeah. She's a tough cookie. I'm a believer in that everybody, to a certain extent, their morals are slightly different. So I'm not like, I don't like that person, that character's morals. But I do think, I do think what is interesting about her is is she stays true to what she believes. And I think that's important. Because Rochester's like, hey, I know I'm married, but I really love Look, you. Look, just ignore the crazy lady up there. I only okay? looked my wife But you're still in the married. Attic. And you she's like, but you're still married, Even though she's dude. nuts, you're still married You're still to married. Her. And she's a woman of honor. She won't tarnish exactly. her, her I'm going to read that book right now. I'm just kidding. Not right now. It's too late. Um, I do want to read Viet by Charlotte Bronte as well. I want to read The Tenant of Wildfell Hall. I believe that's Emily Bronte. I think that's Anne Bronte, actually. Um, I Do read, I seem excited about? I want to read The Hobbit. I want to read The Cimmerillion. I don't um, think you said that correctly, but maybe Cimmerillion. That's how you Cimmerillion. Say it. No, I it's Cimmerillion. I don't know how to say it. Um, but I don't know if that one will be super interesting because I think it's more of a history thing than narrative. But someone could correct me on that. I could be wrong. Well, if anybody corrects you on it, it will have to be me because nobody else is gonna. Hear yeah. That. Um. What about you? What books are you planning on reading? Um, All the Pretty Horses by Cormac McCarthy. Um, Absalom, Absalom by William Faulkner. I'm reading that right now, Blood Meridian. I'm almost finished with it. It's very well written. It's a very difficult book to read. I've actually read, I read 230 pages of it and started over. Because it was so good? Well, yes, but I got kind of bogged down and I Uh, thought, you know what? And it took me, it started in like July and I got bogged down. Mm. I'm going to go back and read it again. So since... In the last Keep three or fresh. four days, I've I've gotten back to where I left off, just by sitting and concentrating and reading. That's another thing that's helped keep the the phone time down is read. reading books. Yeah. Um. And so I'm almost done with it again. But uh, I picked up on some things that I missed last time, and like, oh yeah, okay, no, I understand this better now. I've still got a ways to go. But um, have a dictionary with you if you read the Cormac McCarthy book because he likes to use big words. He's a good writer, so he likes to use. Um, words that um, and turns of phrase that you have to read them and you go oh yeah for example yeah, yeah. let me read the section from let's this hear it let's read this this comes from what uh, time is it uh, almost six. time almost time to wrap this up this is at page 201 oh are you annotating? and this this character um, the judge he's gonna buy a couple of puppies from a little Mexican boy. And he <laughs> okay. gives him a coin. He's going to give him a coin. Here we go. We're going to read some literature. Okay. He said, the boy stared at the coin. The judge made a fist and opened it. The coin was gone. He wave, He wove his fingers in the empty air and reached behind the boy's ear and took the coin and handed it to him. The boy held the coin in both hands before him like a small ciborium, and he looked at the, up at the judge. Do you know what a ciborium is? No. So in Catholic and Orthodox religion and in the Lutheran, when they uh, have the Eucharist, they have the chalice that has the blood of Christ 
and then the wafer the ciborium has the uh the the bread the wafer the, the wafer or whatever that's held in the ciborium so he's saying that the boy was holding the coin the ciborium is a it's article like a, it's of it's like it's a it's like it's like a chalice but it's to hold okay okay the i bread. thought it was like a person so he's saying his hands were like the ciborium hold holding the coin like a ciborium so it's oh. like so in, if you know what a ciborium is and you read that you go yeah. oh he's saying he's because the, the Eucharist way, yeah. is the is supposed is the to be Eucharist, the flesh of Christ. The Eucharist is that, and it's communion. Yes, but the Eucharist is the actual the blood. blood and the bread, and they and Catholics believe that Jesus is present in the is actually present in the bread. Yeah. So the ciborium is like to hold this holy yeah, sacred you don't thing, touch it with your hands. and he's saying he's holding the coin is like that, that. Why only the priest can put it in your mouth? That's why it's, it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. But sometimes but the, he, but yeah. you're missing the point. He's saying, "No, I'm not missing the that point." The I'm coin was so saying. precious to the boys. He's holding. He held it. it like a ciborium. So if you know what a ciborium is, you yeah. realize, oh, he's saying he's holding. It's precious. Something yeah. he's holding it like it's something sacred. That's good writing. That is good writing. Because he I, didn't say he held it like it was something precious. He's precious like, he held it like metal. a ciborium. Oh, and then the judge takes the dogs that he bought and throws them in a river. I was thinking he was going to kill him. Yeah, I don't. I didn't trust him. Character. I didn't trust him from the moment I heard it. But at least he paid for them before he threw them in the yeah, water. Yeah, at least the little boy got some coins. Plus some. No, it's not. That's not. Do good. they die or does somebody get them out of the water? Well, they're in the water, and then two guys along the river see them in the water and start to shoot at them as target practice. They shoot the puppies and kill them. Okay, so well, it's least, a very uplifting novel. At least they didn't drown. Right, they saved them from drowning. <laughs> yeah. So that's one way. It was way really of it was mercy it. what they were doing. <laughs> Speaking of mercy, maybe we should uh, <laughs> close this thing out after yeah. after the little literature lesson there at the beginning. We've had a Bible study and a little sample of literature. I think we should. So this a... con this the, we've come a long way from talking about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I think we We're should moving. start having a literary segment where we read a passage. Today's literary segment comes from Catch Twenty Two by Joseph Heller. I'm only saying that because I see it on the shelf over there. You know a word that I like. Dostoyevsky. And now a segment from Walter Farley's The Black Stallion. And now, and now a selection. <laughs> Anyways, a how about a selection where we wrap this up? How about a selection where we wrap this up and get a peach? How does that sound? Let's do it. So, I guess... Uh, I Go ahead. I guess it, you can say it. it. My turn? I don't know, but you can say it if you want. All right. I enjoy our little talks. Thank you.